When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. everyone and welcome to episode 40 of the Yinzers podcast. I'm your host, Samantha James, along with my co-hosts, Morgan Erzo and Jordan DeFigio. <laughs> I'm sorry. I actually Listen, did it right this time. You did a great, you did a great job. If you're, if you're new to Yinzers, let me just fill you in. Oh. Sam inevitably always mispronounces at least one of our names in an intro, oh, which yeah, maybe I, both. It's which, going to happen throughout the episode. I'm going to royally f something up just know that inevitably like my favorite part of every episode that sam hosts and i loved that just now because like i could see the concentration on your face you're like so much determination in that yeah really really focus on it i don't know why my brain is just like but you know what you nailed it good job i'm just gonna say merzo from now on because it's just easy for my brain that's just what my brain's like merzo People know what you're talking about at this point. You're fine. Like they'll they'll catch up. I mean, at this point, are we not like Prince and Rihanna? We can just be Morgan and Jordan. Yes. Are you guys? I think not so. Entertaining. I think so. I think yeah. we're not, we've reached that level of notoriety. <laughs> notoriety. Notoriety. <laughs> we're on the same level. Oh my god. Um, yeah. Oh, I, so I feel guys, honored. We'll just have to know when I introduce us shit's going down because I'm going to yeah. fuck it up at some point and just it's going to be that. a good episode. So. It's going to be a good one. We'll Anyways, find ourselves along the way. That's we're okay. going to catch up. Morgan, how was your week? Uh, <laughs> I feel like every time you ask or one of y'all asks, how was the week? It's always like, you know what? I'm living. I'm alive. And that's great news <laughs> uh, considering how the week went. So yeah, living alive. I am leaving my day job officially and I got an offer at a new company. So I'm like so excited about that and I can't wait to start. So just like getting ready for that transitional period, which, you know, Mm -hmm. it'll be interesting, but lots to look forward to. What about y'all, Jordan? Uh, You know, in keeping with the whole motif of this entire shit show of a year it was not the best week for for me but it it's all good uh i i too am getting ready to leave my day job and venture into a crazy uh unknown reality of you know trying to live the dream so it's a little bit scary but exciting and that's fun and Really looking forward to that. And my brother's getting married this week. So that is something super thrilling. I just feel like I can't shut up about that because it's the like one of the only good things that we've had so far this year. So it's like cannot wait. So weddings are the best. A mixed bag. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be it'll be really good. Yeah. That's gonna be great. Um I'm not getting a new job, but maybe I should be. And if you're my boss (laughs) watching this, it's a joke. 
It's a totally <laughs> joke. If you're my boss, no, I'm not. Maybe I, I shouldn't. <laughs> I'm hook, the only one. Just kidding. No you owe me a raise in two months. Don't forget <laughs> it. Okay. Now that we're moving on. Never mind. <laughs> now we got the personal <sighs> stuff out of the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now we yeah. get to talk about the big stuff, which we finally have some stuff to talk about. I know. Yeah. It felt like I the longest. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys know, but the Steelers had a draft. They drafted some players. Breaking Holy news. <laughs> the draft. Look at them. Look at them go. Finally, the mock drafts are over. Really, that's the that's the announcement that's being made right now. They mock drafts go. for 2022, done. I'm sure that people have already started for next they year. Did. And those they people did. need to be institutionalized. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm sure you're great and wonderful and lovely to converse with. But stop. Take yeah. a breath. Live in the moment. Go touch grass. Listen. Yes. The way <laughs> too great. early 2023 mock drafts can go burn in oh, hell. Like God. I'm over it. I'm done. I I saw several human beings on Twitter this pre-draft season who would post like 10 different mocks a day. And I'm like, are you just doing this so that when the Steelers inevitably drop one of the dudes that you you listed in these 20, 30 mock drafts a week, you can be like, quote tweet here, I called it. it. And we can be like, Mm -hmm. "Mm, yeah, that's 0.1% of the drafts that you posted on social media. Yeah, because nobody's nobody's mock draft looked like this. No, nobody's. They never do. And that's the thing. They drive me nuts. Stop. Like... There, okay, I just I have too many opinions, but it. We'll I'm start glad with, at least start with round over. one. Like yes, floored. I yeah. was floored. Like, Couldn't believe it. Could not believe it. And I think I was the only one out of the three of us that was like, I was I just. Got him! I don't yes. think I could have emotions because like I was not expecting Kenny Pickett. Like yeah. I just. I don't know why. I mean, he's obviously been a name of interest, but Mm -hmm. there was, it seemed like there was so much more interest in Malik Willis towards like Mm -hmm. the last few weeks. Like, and then it's kind of like the whole time I was like, are they messing with us? Cause they never really usually make it that obvious that they want a player in a position, especially. So I was like, eh, Lord, I will say like, I thought that if both of if both Kenny Pickett and Malik Willis were there, I thought that they would pick one of them. I don't know which one I thought they would pick, but I didn't think that they both would be there. So I yeah. felt like they yep. wouldn't have their choice. It would be one or the other. Right. The fact mm-hmm. that they both were there, you know, that was shocking to me. And mm-hmm. I think that it made it harder to like digest the information that was like the pick. Right. Because it's like, okay, they, they took Kenny Pickett and they had their choice. Like right. they yeah. selected him. He was the first quarterback off the board for the first several rounds. Like that was yeah. That was crazy. That was, that was I also like mind boggling. Like I for sure thought quarterbacks were gonna go before. Well, I mean, like the day. thing is, is like we keep hearing, okay, it's a down year for quarterbacks, it's a down year for quarterbacks. And yes, we we know as of right now. Coming out of college, yes, that is true. Who knows what's going to happen? I'm so sick of people being like, how can you say it's a down year when they've never even taken a snap? Okay, yeah, I get it. But the early analysis on them coming out of college is that this is a down year for quarterback talent. It just is. That's just a fact. So not that shocking that 
a ton of quarterbacks didn't immediately come off the board. I just definitely thought that we wouldn't be the first to take one unless we traded up. And, right. you know, there's also the rumor in Pittsburgh that Tomlin was on the Malik, Malik Willis train until very, very, very recently and then mm-hmm. jumped to Kenny Pickett. So that may be why we felt like there was a, yeah, like he was compelled to pick Malik Willis. We were, we were feeling it was trending in that direction. And then all of a sudden veered off track because things recently changed. I don't know if there's any truth to that rumor. I mean, God, right, the right. football rumors in Pittsburgh are insane. All of the mm-hmm. fake Twitter accounts tweeting, breaking news, honey badger yeah. signing with the Pittsburgh Steelers tomorrow. Okay, sure. The Saints signed him today. So yeah, yeah, that never happened. Council. Yeah. That was also so, like, you were just like, can you sign somewhere so we can just be done with on. up about this? Please. Yeah. Like that and the mock drafts, like stop. Just, yeah, the speculation yeah. is just exhausting. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, and I think you're right because, like, there was obviously, like, we – we've made it pretty clear that we don't do mock draft things. And I think yeah. in the first 10 minutes of this episode, we've made it clear how we feel and why mm-hmm. we don't do mock drafts, but it, it was just fascinating. And I, I was pretty detached from the draft this year because my week was just so hectic. So I was kind right. of finding out things like at, for the Steelers only as they were happening. Right. And I really did think that, both those guys were going to be gone by pick yeah. number 20. Like I didn't think that there was any team ahead of us that had a glaring need at quarterback that was super interested in either one of those guys. But whenever you texted that they got Kenny Pickett, I was like, wait, what? Is this a joke? I wish because, we like, could share yeah. the screenshots because yes. Jordan's reaction yeah. was just classic excitement. And Sam oh, and I were just giddy. like, I, I literally was not too shocked to react. Yeah. Like I, I was just and, like, yeah. okay. For days, yeah. and I, I think just a little indifferent and yeah, that's changed. I am now, mm-hmm. I feel a level of excitement about it. Yeah. Okay. And maybe that's like, we'll see what happens kind of excitement because I don't know that I'm fully bought into him, you know, as our guy training camp will give us more of a, a feel on mm-hmm. that. But it's kind of shifted into like a not indifference, but like an excitement about the potential. So yeah, exactly. And it's all about potential because whenever a guy gets drafted, especially a quarterback coming into this situation Mm -hmm. where he's replacing a hall of fame franchise quarterback, there's a lot of pressure on him. And I think the reason that I was so excited wasn't because I saw this like bright, shiny future of, Oh my God, we found the guy for the next 15 to 20 years. It was like living in Pittsburgh, growing up as a Pitt family. Like my grandfather was a professor at Pitt. My dad went to Pitt. 
pit football has been pretty irrelevant for the majority of my life. Like yeah. they just have not known how to recruit. They haven't known how to develop. They haven't been very good. So this past, the past couple seasons is Kenny Pickett developed into a really solid quarterback. Like this year, pit football was fun to watch for the first time that I can remember. Like yeah. it was actually something that I paid attention to and tuned into. And was like, Oh my God, Kenny Pickett is really like, he's the real deal at least at this level. So right. there was this buzz around him and around the program that wasn't really there before. And then of course, because pitch Pittsburgh is just so extra that we were like, but guess, Oh my God, can you imagine? Can you imagine though? If he stayed and we like all got really attached to this idea here. And then I didn't believe it was going to happen, but I know like my dad would always talk about it. They need to get Kenny Pickett, whatever they need to do to get Kenny Pickett. They got to get Kenny Pickett. And I was like, yeah, right, <laughs> dad, whatever. But now they like, did. So when it, yeah, they did. And now it's like, okay, cool. I, I still am very, um, I'm being very realistic about this season. I don't see the Steelers doing anything of super, uh, meaningful consequence, but it went from being like, Oh my God, how, how long is this franchise going to need to turn things around to being like, okay, so we have, we have a veteran in the quarterback room. We have mm -hmm. a potential really maybe solid starter. Uh, we are, we have another rookie and then we have someone yeah, who's like going to get cut pretty soon. Yeah. Beautiful. You know, Mason Rudolph was punching Air, <laughs> good. Especially air with that seventh pick, like one quarterbacks will just jump to the last pick, which was. Can't wait, I'm, Morgan. You're gonna have to say the name. I already just know. You guys Chris, don't want me to say it. Chris Oladokun, Chris Oladokun, <laughs> out of South Dakota State. When we picked a second quarterback, we double dipped at two positions, y'all. Wide receiver, we all expected. We all yeah. expected the we double dip at happening. wide receiver. We lost a lot of wide receivers this mm -hmm. off season, but did we expect the double dip at quarterback? No. Nope, and you know no. who sure shit didn't expect it? Mason <laughs> Rudolph. I would have loved to see his face. Oh, the Pittsburgh yeah. Steelers select Chris Oladokun quarterback. <laughs> oh my God. I would pay money for that image. Me too. Uh, yeah. Someone's got to have video somewhere. I mean, like somewhere. They said they were going to go into camp with four quarterbacks, but obviously after Haskins' death, I was yeah. like, I don't really know if they're going to yeah. now. No, they they are, and I'm sorry, Mason, but um, maybe try I'm modeling. I'm feeling he's the odd man out. Yeah, maybe try oh, modeling. That way, being Fitch is always hiring. Exactly. So, yeah, but oh, I God. think. The position, at least I know I'm most excited about, and probably you guys, because we know that the Steelers draft them very well. It's the wide receiver position. Hell yeah. I cannot believe mm -hmm. that we got George Pickens. Me neither. Crazy. Me neither. Cannot. Can we talk? Can we talk? Before yes. we jump into like how excited we are about this George Pickens pick, it was my favorite pick of this draft. Mm-hmm. And that's saying a lot because I really, really liked a majority of this draft. Mm -hmm. I think we yeah. did really, really well addressing a lot of needs. My favorite pick, kind of by a landslide, I'll be honest with you. Can we talk about the video of him watching himself <laughs> get drafted? Jordan, yes. have you seen it? I have not. This is news Listen, to me. It's, he, you're I need to, to send it fake. to you. 
I'm going to send it to you. You guys talk about George Pickens. I'm sending this to Jordan so we can get her live reaction on the show. So yeah. All right. Let's go. It's kind of like my uh, football bunny account. Like it's same ski mask setting and it's great. You're going to think it's a troll. Like if I really, it is a video. It is a video of George Pickens watching himself get drafted. I don't want to tell you about it. I want you to see it. But All I'm right. sending you the video oh because this um, just solidified to me that we got our guy. And not only did we get our guy, as Jared said, we got a dog. This dude. Hell yeah. Just watch it and it tells you everything you need to know. The attitude is so Pittsburgh Steelers. Like, I can't, oh, God, yes. yes. And I understand, yeah. like, I get it. Like, there have been some things crop up in his Mm -hmm. past as far as behavior stuff. Mm -hmm. But I'll be honest with you, like until they step foot in Pittsburgh, until they've put on a professional, an NFL uniform, I'm not going to judge them for their actions. I didn't do it with Baker Mayfield, who I wanted to hate so badly for the Mm -hmm. the BS he did in Norman, but I didn't. Yeah. And I'm not going to do it with George Pickens. He can yeah. prove to us, you know, mm-hmm. who he is. And right. I have full faith that he will do that. But yeah. so like, here's the thing though, like there without not taking into account the extreme circumstances or situations, everyone's an idiot in college. Absolutely. Literally everyone right. is yes. stupid. We right. all were idiots. Like there's yeah. no situation where someone had their shit together at, 20 like dude and you just i can no, tell you a story don't let me tell this is on the football Jordan? field like he's being competitive of course like what do you expect i don't know he cares about the game i sent you the video yeah. jordan i want you to watch it meanwhile right, i'll tell you go. a story of me being an idiot at arizona state i once came home to the police trying to tow my friend's car and i was very mad about it i was 21 years old slightly intoxicated and I didn't believe that they were real police officers. I thought they were security guards. So we had words. We had words. I did not get arrested, but I should have gotten arrested. So we're all idiots in college. Even me, Angel. (laughs) Anyway, Jordan. All right, here we go. I'm going to watch George Pickens watch himself get drafted. In case y'all haven't seen this audience. He is quite literally standing two feet in front of the television in the most ridiculous outfit you've ever seen. You need to look it up. What? We will tweet it from the Yenzer's Twitter account in case you can't find it. But he just stands there in front of the TV nodding like, yep. yep, yep, In his shorts and his like very form-fitting Nike, like, what the? That is amazing. I mean, does that not solidify everything, like, your excitement for him already? I freaking love that. Right? It's so hard to describe the video. So if you're listening, please go watch it. I promise you, if you question this man's ability to get on the field and do his job, you won't do it. You won't question it anymore after watching this video. That was was epic. 
I'm excited about him. He's extremely physical. He's got the attitude. Everyone's saying he's like Heinz Ward. I don't want to compare him to Heinz Ward. He's going to be different than Heinz Ward. Mm -hmm. If he brings a similar fire, like that's what we need. We need physicality. We don't have wide receivers on the roster right now who express physical wide Mm -hmm. receiver abilities whatsoever. Um, I'm excited about his size. I'm excited about his ability to win the 50-50s. I think that he is going to be phenomenal. In Pittsburgh, so I'm s- I could not be mm-hmm. more excited about this pick. Yeah. I really couldn't. That was a huge grab. Huge. Huge. I cannot believe we got him in the second round. Like, especially yeah. when you saw, like, the Cardinals trade pick 23. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just like, first of all, stupid. But, like, the way yeah. that the wide receiver market has been right now, wild. So, the fact that we got him in the second round, just insanity. Like Absolute mm-hmm. steal like, of the entire draft. I'm telling you, um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Then their third round pick. Yeah. Say Marvin Leal. Wow. Defensive lineman out of Texas A&M. I... I really like this pick because we're so unsure about what Stefan Tua is going to do. Mm-hmm. We don't know if he'll yeah. be back. Um, yeah. Whatever he decides to do and whatever's best for him is obviously what I want him to do. But mm-hmm. we have to prepare. The Steelers have to right. prepare for potentially playing another season without Stefan Tua or never playing with Stefan Tua again. And so yeah. I really, really like this pick. I know he's a little bit undersized, but I know they'll start him at defensive end with mm-hmm. the goal to kind of you know, help him gain some weight and get, mm-hmm. get bigger as the season approaches and into the season. But, um, I, I loved this pick. He was projected yeah, yeah. early last in the early mocks from last right. year. He was a projected right. first round pick. Um, yeah. yeah. Some inconsistency, but overall I'm really not worried about that. You know, no. And they needed to, they needed to solidify the defensive line yeah. because looking at the way, that they were just gashed on yeah. the ground, at yeah. the, like towards the end of the season, and there were, that wasn't just the defense's fault. There was a lot of issues with the offense just not controlling the ball and clock right. enough. That's so the, there there was the that, but issue. like, yep. But mm-hmm. I think that grabbing somebody who could really help them out on in, in that part of the field. Good, good steal in my opinion in yeah. the third round. Like, we yeah. have so many guys on that line who are not old, but they're getting up there. Yeah. Right. Cam, to it, Alualu. Like, we don't mm-hmm. know what's going to happen with these guys. And the injuries. So, the injuries. Exactly. The injuries. Like, yep. every time we mention Tyson Alualu, it has to come back to. I mean, he hasn't played a full season. Mm-mm, so, right. there's always a question mark next to his name. Yeah. Always. And, you know, our run defense is monumentally more efficient when he's in the game, mm-hmm. but we yep. have to prepare for life potentially without or beyond these guys. And it's great to get these younger guys in while Cam still is still around mm-hmm. to like really help them develop into right. who they're going to be as defensive linemen. So I, I just, mm-hmm. I love the pick. Yeah. That yep. was a great pick. Um, even based off it, that's kind of the same thing. I actually was watching it with my dad and I was like, that kind of tells me that they're preparing just like you said, in case Stefan to it does not come back this year and yeah. they do have to at least prepare for it. And if he does, then great. But like you said, I mean, we don't know. 
Yeah. And that's and it needed, tricky. It to be addressed. Yeah. yeah. Tricky. Mm-hmm. Um, the Steelers' I next pick, I I think I'm almost as excited as I was for George Pickens just because, again, yeah. I was like Calvin Austin, which is a wide receiver from Men- Memphis. See, there I go with my words. Um, there you go. You got it. I think two for two. he's – I'm so great. So great right now, guys. Um, if we he's, if we play him in the slot, yeah, I think that he's going to be so hard to cover. He's mm. so quick. His routes are insane. So he's he's an X. So like yeah. realistically, he fills the void that we were having on this offense, right? Mm. And with mm-hmm. the uh, in the absence of. Juju and Ray Ray and James Washington, we have successfully yeah. filled the the holes in that offense mm-hmm. as far as mm-hmm. receivers go. This dude runs a four three two. He was the second fastest receiver in the draft. And yeah. the skilled players who have come out of Memphis recently, I'm talking about like Tony Pollard, for example, these yeah. are high caliber athletes. Yeah. This kid yeah. is a burner and it was the one yeah. thing we've been missing since Antonio Brown. We have mm-hmm. not had a receiver who's shifty and elusive and fast like that. And he is, and he's also super physical. So it's amazing because the issue with DJ is that he's scared of contact. It's yeah. almost like Calvin Huge. Austin wants, like he looks mm-hmm. for the contact. I don't know if y'all have watched a lot of his film, but I literally got glued to YouTube watching film because he's so physical and it's like with his size it's amazing to see because we've seen the opposite of that in dj so i think it's going to be a really really nice compliment um to the entire wide receiver room to have him in there for sure and i think that like yeah like i think part of deontay johnson's issues with the drops is you could probably attribute that to his yes. apprehension yeah. to being yes. hit because he'll right. he hears those footsteps and he's aware of bodies around him and yes. then he kind of has a tendency to panic because he's concerned about what's coming next and when you have a receiver who's like fuck it I don't care exactly he will grab the yeah. ball hold on to it and brace and push and fight for yardage and I think that that's yeah, yeah that is something that they really really need we've been missing missing. it like yeah i I don't want to compare anyone ever ever to an a previous player on our team because there are emotional attachments to to previous players so like let's not compare rookies to previous players but we have not had a receiver who has the skill set that calvin austin possesses since antonio brown yeah. And I'm telling you, it, it makes me excited because mm-hmm. remember how prolific that offense was. Oh, God. Yeah. Yes. Do I remember? And, yeah, and oh, Kenny Pickett is not Ben Roethlisberger. That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But it's exciting nonetheless. Yeah. Yeah. No matter yeah. who the quarterback is, it's exciting. Right. right. Yeah. It's going to be fun the to next, watch, hopefully. The yeah. next pick is um, interesting because I feel like Steelers Nation was really divided on this one, yes. which is interesting. Interesting. For, it being Connor Hayward from Michigan State, like um, fullback, tight end, hybrid position. Mm-hmm. Some it people loved it. Some people were like, what the fuck? We don't use a fullback as it is. Like, I don't, we hate this. You only picked him because it's Cam's brother. Like, it was kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm. 
I guess we'll see. We'll see because, you know, that that's been everybody's complaint Mm -hmm. with Derek Watt. Like, why are you paying him so much to not even use him? And I, I want to give it a minute. I, because, you know, I tend to be critical of offensive coordinators who work for the Steelers Maybe with a more mobile quarterback, maybe with some right. more weapons it, it, at the receiver position, maybe Matt Canada will do a better job this year and maybe he will see all of his assets for what they are and actually start to utilize them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, I, I, I don't necessarily expect it, but you can't. I, I, you can't. You can't because no of last year. Yeah. Matt yeah. Canada has given us no reason to believe that all of a sudden he's going to open up this prolific playbook that we were not seeing because Ben Roethlisberger was quarterback. Like, yeah. it, it, I we can't expect that. That's what people no. who defend mm-hmm. Matt Canada keep we saying. We have trust issues now. So yeah, we. I mean, know. yes, there are severe <laughs> trust issues there. <laughs> So people who defend Matt Canada keep saying, oh, well, he couldn't open the playbook because of Ben. And while that may be true, like, okay, we still haven't seen it. So so we yeah. don't know how he's going to use these two fullbacks mm-hmm. we now have. However, I do think they're going to play Connor more in a tight end hybrid position, more mm-hmm. so than fullback. Um, yeah. I could also see him taking some running back snaps. I'm not going to lie yeah. to you. So that'll be interesting. Cool? I keep seeing mm-hmm. people want to see Connor against Cam and backs on backers in camp. And I, I would die. I would love to yep. see that. Um, I'm here for that. Yeah. Listen, Cam yeah. would put him on his ass. I don't think any of us yeah. uh, <laughs> doubt that for a split second. And I think Cam's yeah. probably looking forward to that. Um, mm-hmm. But I've been saying about the Connor pick because people are like, oh, we could have gotten him in the seventh or we could have gotten him undrafted. First of all, you don't know that. Shut the fuck up. You don't know how it was going to play out. But number two, at the very least, we know that we got a kid who has extremely high character and who's Mm going to work his ass off. And he comes from Mm -hmm. a family Right. We trust, we trust the, the Hayward bloodline for lack yeah. of a better yeah. term, like pure, pure it, football lineage. I am exactly. never going to complain about having a Hayward on our team. Ever. No, Give us all ever. of them. Every single yeah. one. They are literally, we'll take her. Okay. It's fine. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. They're yeah. literally the, the Starks yeah. of the NFL. Yeah. Like yeah. you, yeah. you don't question that. Yeah. Like, come um, on. And yep. so I'm not upset about that pick at all. I nope. think it was a good yeah. one. And our next pick, um, Mark Robinson, linebacker Ole Miss. Obviously, we needed that. We saw last year, it seemed like every week somebody had an injury. It was mostly groin, but they need a break. <laughs> oh, God. They need a freaking all the groin break. injuries. Yeah, no, we really struggled. couldn't manage the clock. They're exhausted. We need more yeah. linebackers. Mm-hmm. So we we filled some depth that I think that we needed. And and, and with it, w- he is a developmental piece, right? Because his yeah. first season ever playing linebacker was last year. Okay, so right. like they moved him from the running back position to play linebacker for the first time last year. But what Terrell Austin and Brian Flores said they really really liked about Mark Robinson was his ability to pick things up extremely quickly and to adapt 
And I mm. think that's what you want in a player who, yes. who you view as a developmental piece, right? You want someone who's going to be coachable. And I think right. that's the number one thing they really like about him. Apparently he plays with a ton of fire too. And Steelers never shy away from a player like that. So I, I like it. It's a depth piece, especially, you know, with all the Devin Bush stuff going on, we didn't pick up the fifth year on him. That's not a surprise to anybody. I think he's going to really elevate his play this year, but um, that is yet to be seen. So it's another depth piece. It's a developmental piece. It'll be interesting to see what they do with him. But again, I really, really liked this pick. I liked it. It's solid. Good for depth. Good for just kind of more options. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, I feel like overall, this was a really solid draft yeah. for kind of what we knew about everything that they needed. And I, I would have loved to see them address the offensive line a mm. little bit more through the draft. Yeah. But I guess I'm going to give them some time to see if they pick anybody up along the way i don't know it, it it's a little bit concerning that they have yet we to talked really about that too. It. like do yeah. they think that they have all their guys in their position spoiler you don't you don't right, right. That was I think, a little concerning too but i think with the o-line so we did sign a few guys in free agency and that's that was great that's a good move I think with the O-line, they're kind of walking a fine line of like, okay, it's an extremely young line and we need to Mm -hmm. instill confidence in these guys. Um, That and, you know, giving them the time to grow into the role, like especially Kendrick Green, like you just need to see monumental improvement from these guys. So like the Steelers, I think, are walking this fine line between, between like, we don't want to discourage them from making progress by drafting someone the year after we drafted them to take over their position. Right, you know what I mean? Right, right. And so I think that played into it just a little bit. Um, we'll see what happens. I think we still have 11 million something in cap space. So room to work with for sure. Room. There's room. We'll yeah. see. Oh, I don't know. Are you guys uh, ready for Yenzer's after hours tonight? Oh yes. my God, let's do it. Right. Right. Let's wrap this thing up then because we are going to go get lost in doing Yenzer's After Hours. <laughs> and if you guys don't know, it's a Twitter space that we're doing after we we record Yenzer's on Monday night. It's going to start at about, I think, is it 10 p.m. Eastern time, ish. Jordan? Yeah, ish. 10 p.m. ish, yep. yeah, is when we'll start. Um, so yeah, if you guys want to join us in that, we look forward we'll to debating there. that on Monday nights with you guys. It's a lot of fun. Absolutely. Usually. <laughs> all right let's, <laughs> let's wrap this thing up it's been real as always thank you to Steeler Nation for joining us be sure to follow us on Twitter at Yinzers and Instagram at Yinzers official and do not forget to subscribe whether it's on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts we can kick it with you every single week if you do so we'll see you next Tuesday for another episode of Yinzers mm-hmm.